Welcome back to the Cloud Chariot. Cloud Chariot of the Sun. Of Divine Revelation. A divine impartation for a blessing for the righteous and those sincerely training in righteousness for the holy. But for the wicked, this broadcast is a curse. You are cursed. You are utterly cursed and destroyed at the sound of my voice. The wicked and their fallen angels and demon spirits are utterly cursed. In Jesus' name. Amen. And there was much rejoicing in heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And for all the thieves of stolen oil, stolen revelation, stolen teaching, this broadcast has become a curse for them, a curse unto them and their bones. The stolen oil seeps into their bones as a curse, and their bones are cursed. Amen. But for the living, for the holy and the righteous, those on the path of life, true in heart, the oil of gladness, the oil of blessing, the anointing of God, these broadcasts have become a blessing. Your bones are blessed. Your spirit is blessed, your soul, and even your flesh to be blessed. As you overcome and you rise, and overcome all that is in the world, under the world, and over the world, all of the kingdom of Satan, the tree of Satan, with his stolen knowledge of good and evil that he stole from God, stolen secrets, Worthless secrets. Great wisdom will only be given to the holy. It is written. It will eat from it. And learn great wisdom. Amen. Enthroned between the cherubim. The lightning flashes of fire and the bright light shining from the mercy seat as the transfigured blood of Jesus drips down and covers me. He covers you under the shadow of his wings in the secret place where you will abide by constantly beholding him within. Your eyes opened to the pathway of lightning. Those who carry the will of the Father perfectly. Angels, winds, spirits who serve his throne. Seraphim, cherubim, and those who sleep not.
and they humbled themselves and they said the Lord is righteous it is written in 2nd Chronicles chapter 12 the leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves and they said the Lord is righteous amen haha <laughs> the Lord is righteous he is the righteous one he who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God amen 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 the course of the lightning pathways the time sequences of the planetary powers the sun the moon and the stars of heaven and the genetic sequencing of the times the seasons bloodlines and star seeds the genetics of Christ unveiled for an RNA and DNA DNA activation today for a blessing for the righteous holy and elect and those who are sincerely training in righteousness who will walk in righteousness and today unto the wicked it is an RNA DNA curse activation by the lightning sword of the Word of God through the luminaries that their mind will be utterly cursed in all their ways like the demons that they serve wholeheartedly amen transfer of riches is also a transfer of intangibles most people and we rejoice in this the transfer of wealth natural wealth that is extremely important but there is no way that the transfer of wealth is ever going to benefit you until there's a transfer of intangibles which come forth from the spirit in the DNA what spirits what angels stars and their hosts what stars and angels are coming forth through your genetics spiritually and physically to bring forth an operation and an execution of a certain level of excellence in your field of study in your field of work in your calling in your destiny because if you get caught up in trying to be the best at everything you'll enlarge be good for nothing why is that even though God is good at everything why is it not your job to be worried about being good at everything why is that a demonic distraction in your life our people need focus you need focus you don't need to be good at what I'm good at unless it concerns having being good at having a relationship with God and you should excel in that time what we're in right now time used wisely for your calling find out what God's will is for your life what are the gifts that God planted in you focus hone it in you have all of eternity after we end time 
to learn whatever you want to do. On top of your calling, there's grace for things in this life too, in this time, in this timeline. But you gotta be focused. What is your area of expertise? What is your calling? Is it in ministry? Most of you listening, it's going to be in business. What kind of business? What skill set does that look like? No amount of time, effort, focus, and study, which is important, can break off the genetic caps. This is how the wicked and their Egyptian sorcery have kept the masses, and especially the Christians, dumbed down to not be able to be the masters of their craft. And I don't mean witchcraft, I mean the ability of you to carry out the will of God in your life using the very gifts and skill sets that he has programmed into you before birth for his will to be accomplished in your life. Practically speaking, for an example, you might be working in construction. You might be called to be a teacher. You might be called to be a homemaker who raises warriors of God in this generation because of they're being sent. They're sent ones coming into the earth. Now that we've got some pushback against the spirit of abortion, guess what? Heaven's sending them through. Who's going to raise them? Who's going to train them? Who's going to protect them while they grow so they don't have to go through what you had to go through? Find your lane. Find your calling. Find your destiny. And if you don't know what you're good at or what you're called to do, get into the Word of God and prayer until you hear directly from heaven on who you are and what you're supposed to do. You don't need the whole picture, but there should be a basic understanding of the long-term goal as well as your next step. If you don't have your next steps, as well as a long-term goal illuminated, that means that the light of God, the word of God is not illuminating as a lamp to your feet and light to your path. Light to my feet? Lamp to my feet? Here. That lamp light of the menorah of the seven spirits of God. When it's a lamp unto your feet, that means the word of God has unveiled to you the next step. When it says, a light unto my path, that means the word of God, through the seven spirits of God, the anointing, the spirit, and the word, has made it clear to you. The path. This is my path. If those two things are not clear to you right now, you need the word of God illuminating the eyes of your heart. That is the unveiling of mysteries, the unveiling of secrets, but it's also the light to understand where you're going and what you're going to do. And you need that. It's not faith to walk around in darkness blindly. And we're not here to condemn it in you unless you're 
tuning in as a wicked person. For the wicked who tune into these broadcasts, their lamp will go out, their light will be snuffed out, their path will become confusion, and they will be utterly cursed. And they rejoiced because Judas got what he deserved. Amen. But unto you, my beloved brethren, we have better things in mind. We need a clear light for your path, you, your family. And understand, if you are raising children, you have to understand that God may do something wildly different with that child than with you. That is not your child, that is that child belongs to the Lord. They are dedicated unto the Lord. So we give them to the Lord. All of your little hang-ups, this is important for the parents. All of your belief systems and your hang-ups, you have to understand. Unless you're hearing clearly from the Lord and you're walking in fire, you're walking in power, you're walking in vision. You can't really teach your children that much. How far have we gotten? If you're not even in the sun, which almost, I don't think, we don't have anyone in the sun yet. Even in amongst our people, they will, you will. But understand, as you're teaching your children, point them along the path of Christ. Teach them to hear from God so that they can converse with God themselves. Start them as young as possible. Because their faith hasn't been killed off yet. They still have that youth. They may still have the innocence of youth. And if not, it's getting restored. Getting the demons cast out of the children, getting them baptized in water, getting them baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire, baptized in the glory, immersed in the presence of God, encouraging them to have time alone to speak with God. Have that conversation and ask them. They can wait on the Lord and hear from God and journal it and start now. You start them young in the way and which way they should go, which means talking to God, having a relationship with God. Not only that, but discovering their gifts. Not what mom and dad does, not what they should do, not what your religious kind of, the leftover religious residue is still in there. It's not been burned off in the sun yet. So you have to understand, you cannot be a limitation for your child. We cannot limit the children. Let the little children come to me. Hinder not the little children from coming unto me. That's what Jesus said. We need to have the children cultivating their time with God. It's powerful. Their praise and their worship shuts the mouth of Satan on account of their childlike innocence. And they have great faith. They have an opportunity for great faith. But don't, don't just let them kind of go along into Babylonian captivity. If they just kind of float along or they're just kind of doing the religious thing, you know. You do not want, unless you are already over the sun, in the heavens, walking in righteousness, walking in holiness, in the high heavens, you're talking to angels, you're talking to God, and you're hearing clearly. You don't have any business hindering the children by capping them off where you're at. That's actually wickedness. Don't do that. Don't do to your children what the church age did to you. 
You empower them, raise them up, stand them up on your shoulders spiritually and say, you're going to go higher. You're going to fly faster. You're going to go further than we did. And you know what? Go first, go further than us, go further than mom and dad. And when you get there, because we know that you can fly further and faster and higher on account of you starting young and your innocence and your purity, you go up there and then bring up the rest of the family, whatever it takes. Don't be in competition with your children. They may go farther than you. They might go faster. And then they can raise up the whole family. It's not about them ascending over you to Lord over you. That's not how the kingdom of heaven works. That's how the kingdom of hell works. We need the mighty warriors being raised up in this time, in this hour. To help draw many into righteousness. Let the children rise up in righteousness. Let them grow up in Zion. Let them grow up under angelic protection. You be the shield bearers of your home. The fathers, you pray prayers. Fathers, honor your wives. Be gentle with your wives. Do not be harsh with your wives. It is written that it hinders your prayers. So if you're trying to be a father and protect your children with prayer, check your relationship with your wife first. Make things right. If you have any issue with a brother or a sister, or your wife make it right then go back to the altar of fire within and when you have that reconciliation now your prayers will be fire you don't this is life and death there, you have to understand when you go out into the world and there are the roadways the highways the byways you're driving around outside you need to understand there are people like me out there but who are wicked and work for the other kingdom and not only like they're like that they're more advanced they've had years of training with thousands of years of heritage passed down from person to person sorcerer to sorcerer with clear communication with the fallen angels you understand those people who are out there projecting themselves whether in soul or in spirit with the fallen angels they go out there and they work destruction on purpose they cause accidents I'm talking about people who are like the evil versions of us, the satanic order of Melchizedek, sorcerers. They project out of their bodies, or they go, and if they're really advanced, they go invisible. And they go, and they cause accidents, they cause problems, they go out with a quota for the day of how many people they're going to kill. Do you understand that? This is not to put you into fear, but you have to understand what is a real protection for your family. It's fire. You have to have the shield of fire. Why do they say oil the shields? Exodus 24, it is written, oil for light. How is the oil turned into light? Fire. Fire on your lives. Fire in your homes. Oil on your shields. A lightning sword. And a shield of fire like the sun. Blazing. A shield and a buckler. Mighty warrior. Because when it comes time and you have to go out in the day or your house, your household is living in your house. When the wicked come in the invisible realm and they come through your region, you know what? I want them. If you're training in righteousness in our tribe, we want your household to be full of fire. So much of a blazing fire that it intimidates every witch and warlock. Every demon spirit that they will just give up even on account of the size of the fire coming out of you personally in your house, in every single one of your household. Every single one of your children already having, having an encounter with God and having their oil filled up. 
and their fire blazing out the top of their heads, tongues of fire. Let your house be an intimidation to the forces of hell. When you go out and you drive around, it's a wall of fire. When you go out and about or when they come around, that they have no rights to you touch your family. And not even no rights, but no ability. Because it's about power and authority. Right? Because they might not have a legal right to touch you on account of your covenant with God. But if you're not blazing in the fire, they're going to break the law anyway. It's just like it's against a lot of steal, but there's thieves out there stealing. If they think they, if they think they won't get caught, they'll steal. It's the same way in the invisible realm. But if you got the high advanced security system, you've got the guard dogs, lions out here. You have the lasers. The video camera recording. The lights turning on. You know, you have all that. They're less likely to steal from a place that is heavily fortified, has security surveillance, a monitoring team 24-7. You know, there are certain areas that thieves in the natural will target, and there are certain things that deter them. Now, they know it's against the law, but if they think they won't get caught, they'll go for it. So you have your covenant, your power, your authority. Let that fire be the power that protects you. That's you walking in the will of God. In the presence of God. In the anointing and in the fire of God. And that's accessible for each and every one of you. At the sound of my voice, regardless of your spiritual elevation. Worrying about your spiritual elevation doesn't help you go up higher. Spending time in the presence of God. Just like Brother Lawrence, you're practicing the presence of God at work, at home, at the dinner table, at your workstation. Wherever you go, it's you and God 24-7. Constant communication. Constant sharing together your spirit and the spirit of God. Honoring, honoring him, acknowledging him in all your ways, and he will make your path straight. Lightning, rigidity, rigidity, lightning straight. From luminary to luminary, lightning path. Amen. Yes. good it is good to be a friend of God and it is good to be a priest of your home activating the genetics the unveiling when you read the book of Revelation it is the unveiling of Christ the breaking of the seals what was Satan He was a seal 
He was a seal. He was a perfect seal before he fell. He was a perfect seal before he fell. There is a breaking of the seals, the wicked seals, the limitations, and your DNA. Let's take a look here. Why don't we do a little visual aid to help our eyes get some salve so we can see. Pillar of the seal, Jachin, the right pillar, Elijah, the prophet, the heavens. Strength. Celestial sphere of fire. Oil, water, fire. The highway of holiness. The seven spirits of God want to change. Oh yeah, we made it the Christmas version here Christmas tree hey you're gonna pa practice the pathway of the chosen you might as well make it a Christmas tree amen amen Magus <laughs> Danai why is there limitations? Limitations on the natural dimension. Everything fading and decaying into death, spiraling out of control. Even when you study hard, you work hard, there are some things you feel like you just can't break through mentally. It's just too hard for you. Maybe you feel like you're not smart enough, not capable enough, or there's a weird energy around, and you notice when that weird energy is around, some days you can't perform as well, and other days where you felt like you were flying along, flying high, what's happening there, you know? What is that limitation? And why is it that as a Christians, we have so much trouble academically naturally even just to keep a job and know how to act right in a workplace why is that mental retardation so severe in religion even by people who are trying to do their best the way that genes are designed in your genetics the physical is powered by the spiritual so whatever you have working in the genetics and that is influenced by your bloodlines which has been influenced by the bloodlines of cain and since the curse and the fall of man we have all these generations now and we live here in the united states some of us live here you have the melting pot of so many nations and all the different blessings and the curses and the choices your own family your mother and father and their fathers and their mothers and what they've done what they've learned what they've done and what they've inherited and it gets passed down 
nature and nurture. But then why is it if you see a pattern with people and then all of a sudden in in the generation of unbelievers when two people come together and decide to break away from their family's behavior and separate and serve God there's a blessing things change right it can stop with you it can change with you you can become the blessing for your family but even starting in the spirit because of the church of Jezebel, because of the tower of Jezebel lording over the earth in these days, even people that mean well and start off with the spirit in that way end up getting cursed and sometimes doubly cursed. And it still kind of falls apart. So what's going wrong? What is it genetically in the bloodlines? And why is it that the wicked in the high places are given such high intelligence? I mean, think about you yourself right now. Consider yourself building a rocket ship to space. Consider yourself working in a laboratory with the most advanced genetic DNA sequencing. Imagine you as a developer of AI technology and learning all the coding for that. What level of intelligence, naturally, that would take. And of course, you know, if you're demon-possessed with religious spirits, the instinctual reaction through a fallen human nature, that fallen angel nature of just being an animal in the dirt with religious demon possession is usually averse to anything good. So basically, the demonic response is, well, I don't need to do that, and I just need to, you know, da-da-da, and who cares, and we just need the spirit... Right? It's that Gnosticism and that religion. Because think about it. What, what gives you the ability to order your groceries to your house? You have a cell phone? On your computer? Think about technology, how it's helped you today. Everything from the way the roads are cleared to the systems you enjoy and use, even you watching me on this broadcast now. There are so many technological advances that allow us to have any of the comforts and pleasures of this life so that we're not literally living in the dark ages and medieval times, dying of the bubonic plague, and there's not even a Bible accessible for people to read, if you can even read. God uses all of these advances to bless his children. The fact that it's easy for you to grow up and read and learn how to read it's a miracle that you have all these versions of the bible at the tip of your fingers online or physically no one's trying to kill you when you go read the bible or you buy purchase a bible the existence of all the cables cords and connections for your computers for TV, for broadcasting, for radio, online entertainment, Netflix. I mean, how many of you watched Netflix and you've enjoyed family time together, relaxing in the glory and just enjoying a movie? Someone had to design all those things. It didn't just come out of thin air. And I'm not saying that's your destiny to do that, but we have to come out from the religious deception 
of spirit only and ignore all the natural dimension. There needs to be a restoration of the divine intelligence to the people of God. That's been stolen. That is one of the intangible, one of the intangible valuables that's been stolen for the belie- from the believers, not just the money, but the intelligence. And they've done it genetically through sorcery, through witchcraft, through blood magic, and through the use of the planetary powers. So how do you get this back? You want your kids to grow up smart, yeah? I know, you know, some people reject that. They don't want their kids to grow up smart. They don't want them to be, well, I don't want them to be in their brains. I want them to be in their spirit. There's no point in growing your spirit if you're gonna just chuck the brain in the trash. Pointless, absolutely pointless. They'll just live in Gnostic heresy and just live and die and do nothing with their life and destiny. The mind is meant to be a servant to the spirit. Everything, these things getting in their proper orbit, your spirit submitted to the Holy Spirit. Your soul submitted to the spirit. The mind submitted to the soul submitted to the spirit. Everything decently in order in the heavenly spheres, in your internal spheres. The crown of the will of God in his lightning paths. Ordering your steps and your light by the menorah lamp blazing through your soul, through your heart. So that you know the next steps to take. And that glorifies your Father in Heaven when you can walk in divine destiny. Learn what it is that God's asking you to learn. Do what God's asking you to do. Breaking down every barrier of resistance and doing whatever it takes and not falling prey to the cunning nature of religious demons that would have you just wither away as a spirit and not Develop your spirit and not develop your body and your soul and your mind to a sound mind, a restored soul. They would have you stay in the lowest heavens possible. Well, the cap is blown off the roof now. There's a lightning pathway that Jesus established for us through the sun, the moon, and the stars. And your apostles of this age have gone up and now there's war on the Tower of Jezebel. So as that's clearing up, it's going to be easier for you to rise and for your children to rise. But until that tower is utterly demolished, lift up the shield of faith, reconcile with your family, pray for your family, let fire blaze through you. You do it. You have to have no fear of man. All of your family interactions have to change. Is there anything, are you even afraid to decree prayers in front of your family? Some things have to be prayed in secret, that's true. 
but you must be bold in decreeing the word of God and the will of God. If your family and your household is afraid to speak the things of God and decree them out loud, there has to be a change. The heavenly realities will become the new normal for you and your family. Taking off all the religious hindrances. I mean, people get so insane, insane in their religious demon that you could decide to make a change to your diet and exercise routine because you know it's the will of God. I feel fire burn at the top of my head on this. And they might look at you and start raising an eyebrow. Oh, are you eating? Or eating this? Or eating that? Well, that's not normal. That's not like you. And da-da-da-da-da. Shut up. You demon. It's filthy. If God has asked you for his reason and his purpose in your life to change the way you think, change the way you eat, change the way you exercise, change the way you study, you might study for your job. You might study for an interview. Which means doing research and reading and concentrating and taking notes and not just living out of here with those but giving it to the spirit being led by the holy spirit it's not separate the division between soul and spirit by the word of god right mind body your okay so your spirit your soul and your mind your flesh spirit soul and flesh those three are originally intended to become one why there must be a division clear division between the three is because of the muddied waters of the Nile River and the curse of the fall of man there has to be a cut there has to be a circumcision of the old garments the old clothes the old genetics the old blood it all has to be spiritually cut away by the living word of God in the invisible realities and what it does is it physically changes things so that cutting away that dividing between those three realms is so that they can be married your spirit having a clear definitive mark between your spirit and God's spirit that circumcision is the only possible chance that you have of coming into union with God your spirit and his spirit, the two become one. There has to be a separation and a cleansing because he's not going to marry his spirit to a spirit that's practicing iniquity. And so then we just have religious beliefs. I'm a Christian. I'm one with God, married to God, and it's not even true. If it only exists as an idea and not reality, you're not going to reap the benefits. And why should you reap benefits? You should reap benefits from a relationship with God, if it's a real relationship. Because if all you're after is your own benefit, apart from the will of God, you're not going to be able to be married to Him anyway. Amen. It is his desire that you walk in faith, you walk in power, you walk in wisdom and understanding, you walk in righteousness. It takes the wisdom of the seven spirits of God building you up into seven pillars to even get 
onto the moon and into the sun. Wisdom is the only way. There's no other way into the sun except the seven spirits of God have built up seven pillars of wisdom within you into the sun. There's literally no other way in. That's the truth. So we need wisdom. Not just information, but wisdom. Amen. And as you come up into the sun, you can look at this here. Visual aid. Through the lightning pathways. Your genetics change, and the planetary power is rearranged, first within you, and then outside in the visible heavens, in the second heavens. In its fallen state, and you know, we talked about patterns, we've talked about patterns, about the spheres, the planetary powers, the overall pattern of these things. You know, we talked about how we're going from this fallen Fibonacci sequence where everything is in a dying, decaying state, and we're changing it into a perfect spiral. This kind of pattern here, this is a more glorified pattern. When you first, okay, so this, the pattern of just how everything is, right? The portals in the east and the west, the sunset of divine revelation, how all the luminaries pass through 12 portals. The design here is, is somewhat glorified. Before you step into the sun, it's a little different when you still have in your spirit of your ephod and your planetary powers at work this is one of the patterns that produces that spiral when things are glorified it becomes that out of the light that brings life a nice beautiful perfect spiral without decay glory to glory forever without fading now when you first will go into it, it's not going to look like this inside of you at the beginning uh, usually it's going to be more like you haven't discovered any of that Mars and Jupiter are kind of going to be a little bit more above the sun for you so when you're going to be standing on the moon here rising into the sun these are the two things you have you have to overcome these things to stand in the sun now, one of the things that we've battled, probably about th from the last three years that we've recently, and this year, 2022, really have overcome as a group, is 
This is just so you can have that pathway because this is all linked to your genetics. Being an overcomer. Not just in theory, but in your actuality, in your life. And so we're getting the blueprint here. I don't know how far we'll get with this tonight, but this is the next step. We talked about the kingdom of Satan and how it is an imitation. This is the tree of Satan. It's an imitation of God's tree of life. So right now, the pattern of the fall of man, you can kind of see that outline here. With the arrangement of the planets, you have uh, Jupiter and such appear above the sun. So this right here is Venus, and we see we have a false white dove. That false white dove. I mean, there's you can have gemstones. I feel fire burning around my neck right now. You feel that? Thank you, Holy Spirit. He hates false Holy Spirit. We hate false Holy Spirit. Now, to, for you to come up into the sun, this is what you have to do. It's the same for everyone. There's never been an exception. To even get the visual sight, to understand what it is, you have to come into these revelations. Okay? So you're going from Earth, you want to be standing on the moon, clothed in the sun. You want to get up into the sun and stand on the sun. How do you overcome these spheres? It's overcoming within your own actions, your own beliefs, your own obedience to the will and the throne of God. That false Holy Spirit, how do you overcome that? It's overcoming a false love. The false glory and the false love. Let's take a look. Here where we have it in this kind of fallen state. Holy. And in that fallen state, these are kind of above the moon. Right? So first, you gotta get up onto the moon. That's when you're kind of having your face off with Jezebel's tower and all that. But over here, with this planetary power of Mercury, it represents the splendor and the glory of God. And over here with Venus, you know, it's about love, but it's about eternity coming out of the human heart. Eternity and victory. But that's where you deal with that false love, that false Holy Spirit. It's that unconditional love of Satan. There's a counterfeit unconditional love of Satan in his kingdom. That's directly counterfeited. A false form of love with the appearance of perfection. And from there they go into the black sun. But if you can overcome and the moon and mercury. So it's overcoming the false glory or the perversion of glory. Right? When people come into the glory, there's all kinds of temptations. You overcome those. And then when you get into the glory, you overcome this fountain of ability to love with your spirit. You have to conquer that. And instead of like, oh, loving everybody and falling in love with everybody and all that kind of stuff. Or the unconditional love of Satan with no judgment towards the wicked and just be nice to them. Right? And end up getting raped by their demons. And then you get your black sun initiation thinking you're in... Let's go into union with everybody. Let's go into union together. 
They have all kinds of phrases like that. It varies depending on what their assignment is, but it's a, the same kind of thing. So, if you can overcome the false glory revelations and false love revelations, you can enter into the sun. And what that does, when the morning star rises in your heart, it kind of puts things into alignment. Where they should be. And that's just kind of an estimate here. I don't have the... You know. It just changes things. That pattern has to slightly adjust. So instead of things spiraling out of control, you're going to see something a little different. I'll see if I can find you a picture. So you can find pictures about this online from New Agers, but you have to understand that even they're in really strong deception. Any little nugget of truth that you can find out there in internet land has all kinds of deception around it too. And they did that on purpose. But this is, this is a somewhat accurate depiction here. You can see the Fibonacci spiral, spiraling out of control. That's just kind of things in their fallen state. But as things kind of come into alignment, and this isn't even really correct, uh, but it's close, it starts to form a kind of a nice circular pattern without things spiraling out into death. Amen, amen, praise God. The unveiling of Christ. One of those things that's going to change your genetics the most is the course of the sun and the moon. The course of the sun and the moon actively keeping in faith in their orbit, passing through your ephod, your 12 portals, your, that interior design by creator God. That's within you and without, inside and outside, restoring things to its natural order. We're talking about the fourth heavens that contains the course of the sun and the moon, 
the dynamics of the sun operating in the fourth heaven as it passes through two sets of twelve sun gates, both east and west. These solar dynamics have influence on the earth and the moon. We talked about the earth and the moon. We talked about the earth and the sun yesterday. The Earth's magnetosphere, the sun's radiation and electricity, the lightnings for the electromagnetosphere and the gamma radiation. Spiritually, consider the ant, right? We consider the quantum realm. We consider the solar system. We consider what's inside being entangled quantumly to what is outside. Gwen Shaw she wrote in the fine line between spirit and soul, between soul and spirit, about how external forces upon the body can influence the soul, which then in turn influences the spirit. So when someone goes through trauma traumatic things, the enemy's goal is to damage the body, the soul, and the spirit, so they can steal, kill, and destroy. God, however, has given us the word of God as a sun and a shield. That whatever the enemy meant for harm will turn into a blessing right he takes the ashes and brings something beautiful forth out of it he grows us in wisdom so as we become wise the wise man sees the trap coming and avoids it that's where we're going the best way to avoid a snare is to be aware of it it is written proverbs fire The dynamics of the sun and the moon, the sun operating in the fourth heaven as it passes through two sets of twelve sun gates, both east and west, these solar dynamics of influence on the earth and the moon. The sun gates, the twelve sun gates and the twelve constellation signs. What about the 13, 13 dimensions? We don't need to talk about that yet. Let's just get those 12 glorified. And as you rise, the 13th will open automatically. The heaven, this heaven also introduces the elements of the sun known as these, we call them Phoenix, Chalcadre, uh, griffin things, rainbow birds around the throne, field helmets from the fourth heaven's griffins of holiness to protect your mind as we go up, field helmets from the fourth heaven's griffins of holiness, in Jesus name, for the righteous, for the holy, and those who will be made righteous and holy. Fourth heavens, quantum level, entanglement in the radiation inside the core of Jesus, the internal son of Jesus Christ, inside of him. The nucleus, seven stars, seven radiations. Jesus has flesh and bone. Jesus 
has a soul. Jesus has physical flesh. When we're thinking about Adam, we're thinking about protons, neutrons, and electrons. Well, or we'll consider the ant, we'll consider the quantum realm, let's consider the atom for a moment. When you compare the size of the sun to the earth, you'll notice that it's the same type of comparison for a proton or neutron in comparison to an electron. Isn't that interesting? The seven star radiations of the nucleus with that earthen vessel in correct orbit or you see when it comes to revelation it's not always about definitive science leave room for the foolishness of god to make you wise wise as serpents Is this earthen vessel going to be, ask yourself today, is this earthen vessel, your earthen vessel, going to be in holy orbit around the throne of God, the Son of Righteousness, which is Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God within your spirit? Not around your spirit. If it becomes about your spirit, separate from the Spirit of God, you're open to the sorcerers of the Black Sun. That's Satan's kingdom. Offering you, hey, you can have what you want and grow spiritually and have your will. You know, do as thou wilt. Yeah, we got lightnings, we got black sun, black moon, we got all the shadows of the planets. There you go. We have all the wisdom of all ages of man. We've been teaching sorcerers for 6,000 years. You can have money, you can have power, you can have lust. Garbage. It's all going into the celestial garbage can. Be wise. Choose righteousness. You want to be in orbit to the sun of righteousness. S-U-N, the sun of righteousness with healing in his wings. Oh. And there, and first there goes forth the great luminary named the sun. And his circumference is like the circumference of the heaven. The Rakia heaven. The luminaries from the standpoint of the earth appeared the same in circumference but different in light and in power when enoch saw them i don't want to get into too much of that right now but just understanding comparative size of the sun all of these little planets and i think earth is in there 
somewhere I don't pretty almost invisible if that is how much bigger the physical sun is than the physical planets and there are other stars and planets much bigger than this how big is father sun the source of all light in all galaxies all lights and all life the father from which all fatherhood derives its name father god father of lights without him no light can shine how much bigger and brighter must his light be that it is impossible to behold him and see the details of his face unless your eyes are transfigured into the eyes which affixed to the angel are like that of the morning star which is a luminary now what is the difference here we have our Orbital, atom, molecular, cloud-type structure. Yet when you look at our solar system, it's in one plane as a disk. When you look into the subatomic realm, and then as you go closer and closer to the atomic realm, Things tend to be more in a cloud-like state. When you are looking at the quantum superposition of particles that have the ability to be simultaneously either a wave or matter, in their cloud-like state, once a measurement is taken and an observer has seen and measured, that is when it collapses into the state of physical matter. With the eyes of flesh observing, collapses into physical matter, but with the eyes of faith the eyes of the spirit that thing that was so solid in matter can be brought back into that cloud like state of potentially a wave potentially a particle because light in his light we see light The eyes of faith for miracles to happen, to speak into being that which is not as if it was. The eyes of faith. A change in the composition of the matter, the DNA, by seeing with the spiritual eyes, looking into the cloud. The cloud to which Jesus ascended, the cloud of your father's chariot, even the dark cloud 
from inside. Heated coals with lightning flashes of fire that come forth from within that cloud. Energy that changes the very structure of your DNA. The physical matter of this physical realm manifest solid matter in one plane of existence. The chance and the choice to change from the old heavens and the old earth to the new heavens and the new earth, one will be rolled up like a scroll. and put away, the old garments put away, new reality coming, by grace through faith, God's eternal plan, his time clock, God wants to do in the earth. the unveiling. How did God originally design these planetary powers? What was the purpose of you being entangled with this realm, with these realms? And why is that design on the inside and on the outside in realms and dimensions? Why is it that someone as a seer ascending into heaven, when they saw me holding Metatron's cube, and they saw me holding these spheres, to which I whapped him on the head with it and said, it's Jesus, silly. Changing reality, learning to change reality for the purposes and will of God. Becoming a creator. Not for Satan's kingdom to create hell. We have enough of that. We've about done had enough of this. Time to... Time to just... I think we could just delete... All of that. I've about had enough of these... Stupid throne. Sick and tired of this. Amen. This is essentially how to press the cosmic delete button on Satan's kingdom. Which is why we're learning. We learn his ways that we might know him. Unlocking the hidden treasures of knowledge locked away within the spirits that preside over the genes over which archangels of these spheres rule and control. 
I guess we can bring these back for teaching purposes, but it felt really good to delete them. Which sphere of these angels is ruling over those genetics inside of you? You're entangled with a kingdom. You want to be entangled with the love of Christ and his kingdom. Because if you're entangled with all this mess, that's what's influencing and presiding over your genetic sequences and your timing, which means your times, your seasons, and your destiny, and what comes forth. <laughs> Opening and breaking the seals of Saturn. Amen. Because we about done had enough of that. Okay. About done had enough of black Saturn. Saturn's cube. Tired of it. Enough of that. That's pretty much what they do. They have the seals using their fallen Solomonic, fallen Seraphim wisdom. Each one of these planetary powers has a seal, has many seals. And so let's say if you serve Satan, for example, I like exposing them. Uh, let's say you want to rise as a warlock or you start off as a Christian, but you fall into deception. And either you choose to keep serving them or you continue on in deception. This false love is the big one. That keeps you under the sun while thinking you're in the sun, you're in the black sun. It's really crappy. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's horrible. But as they rise, you'll notice if you want to be sorcerer class in Satan's kingdom, some of these people are so intelligent. I mean, their ability to think and to reason and to execute plans and to run businesses. Not only do they use specific genetic bloodlines, like for their breeding and marrying and all that, but even if they're coming out of some other type of a bloodline, this is how they do it through the stars. If you serve Satan in his will, which means you steal and destroy and you kill Christians, from, you know, people who belong to this kingdom, who are born again, the more you serve the will of Satan and you steal, kill, and destroy from Christians, you can increase in their divine intelligence. They break those seals off for you. You get a pass. You get to go. So if you're a cosmic fallen Christian, some of them, they'll just let them go off into madness and discard them and throw them down to Jezebel's meat grinder once they're done with them. Uh, but they have their favored sons of Satan. It's like the Pope. One of the nicknames I have for the Pope is the Begotten Son. Like the False Jesus, basically. Like Satan's Begotten Son is the Pope. So he has, like, you know, all kinds of say in what they do. But anyway, you'll have some people that'll get all the way up in Witchcraft and Warlock to, like, Saturn level intelligence, like all the way above the sun and all that. And so they're operating in demonic intelligence, far beyond what. I mean, most Christians aren't even in the sun. Like, we're just Neanderthal dirt animals most of the time. That's how severe it's been. But the Holy Spirit, the real Holy Spirit of God, was poured out on all flesh at Pentecost. It's available. He's down here. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit so you can overcome and rise and change the formation and the shape of this thing. The structure that creates genetics, that unlocks and unveils... Jesus Christ, because the stars and the hosts who serve the living God, 
They're the ones who preside over this planetary powers corresponding with the timing and sequences of your genetics and your DNA. So you can physically transfigure. Because each one of the stars and each one of those angels, the stars and their hosts, their name represents an aspect and a characteristic of the Father. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right, the glory of the Holy Spirit, the glory of the angels. So as you rise, in truth and in wisdom, in righteousness, you have to walk in righteousness. The pathways of lightning, Enoch. It changes you from degree of glory to the next degree of glory, not just in your spirit, but in your soul and your flesh. And so that's why it's so important to go through the sheep gate of the cross, because if you're not going through the cross and you don't die daily, you're going to end up somewhere over here. They pull you out over here. And so we don't want that for you. Because no matter what you accomplish, it would be for Satan. Okay. Let's get a nice example here. Okay, so let's say with Mars... You want to be a businessman in good health, and so you want to ascend, like in Satan's kingdom. You don't want to be righteous, you don't want to be holy, you don't want purity. So your only other options if you don't want purity and righteousness is Satan's kingdom. But you want to be in good health. If you go through so many seals of Mars, for example, just enough sacrifice, you can still have a philanthropy, you can still do appearance of good, white witchcraft, white sorcery, white magic. If you get to the level of Mars, and there's certain levels within each of the castles of the planets, uh, you can have great health and be in Satan's kingdom, as long as you're in good standing with your demon overlords. Okay. I mean, some of them have to do, we don't have time to get into all of this, but some of them have to do with extreme intelligence, divine, like, demonically, uh, what do you call it, and demonically angelic abilities. That's how they do it. But they have to keep sacrificing to maintain their levels. God's kingdom, you sacrifice you sacrifice the fallen angel of nature to have God's nature, the Son of Jesus the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the nature of the Holy Spirit. Though so you sacrifice your own selfish nature, and you rise up, and as these seals of these planets are unveiled to you in righteousness, your divine intelligence, wisdom, mystery, secrets, and also abilities for your specific calling and destiny. Once we get up higher, that's when you'll start to be good at everything. Celestially, you might have some of that naturally, soulishly, or even spiritually. But as you rise, focus on your giftings, your callings, activating God's DNA within you. And as you rise and you're faithful in what you're called to do, more and more things are added unto you. And again, we have all of eternity in, you know, heaven and heaven on earth, on earth as it is in heaven for an eternity to do all kinds of other wonderful things. So I love you guys. Be blessed uh, for the righteous and the holy. Those training in righteous, be blessed. May your DNA glorify our Father in heaven. And let that pathway become clear to you to walk in purity holiness righteousness overcoming the deceptions of the false love and the uh, misuse of the glory and the abuse of the anointing and the glory so that you can step into the sun and be an overcomer of jezebel's tower in jesus name amen
If you'd like to sow into that word, where your money is, there your heart will be also. That's a good word to sow into that. God is so good. Sow money into that word and be blessed genetically to walk in righteousness and holiness and to destroy the works of darkness. Amen.